If you look at the Rambam in his Mishnah Torah that he wrote, which is the halachas that he gets from the Gemara, so at the end of Hilchas Tefillah, he, he actually writes his own Siddur. And this is probably the original source for the Sephardic Siddur, along with what we mentioned yesterday, the Siddur of, of Amram Goin and the Siddur of Siyad Goin. So you combine these things, you'll have what is known as the Sephardic Siddur. Again, there were changes over the years, the same way there were changes in the Ashkenazi Siddur, but not as much. It is mostly from the Rambam and the Goinim. What about for the Ashkenazi Siddur? Now, these were the two main Siddurim going back in time. So there was a Talmud of Rashi, Rav Simcha of Vitri, so he wrote something called the Machsor Vitri, which, had, which is a, basically a Siddur with Perushim and comments. Now, why is it called the Machsor? So, the Machsor back then was either, that was how they called a Siddur, was called a Machsor, or perhaps the original Siddur that they used were really for the Yom and Aram, and they would call it a Machsor. If you look at the Rishayna, when they discuss different halachas, for example, there's a halacha that a person should not be holding something during davening. We just had this in the Dafyami. So if you look at the Rishonim, the Ritva, and even have the Trumas Adeshin, when they discuss the Shiloh, they ask, well, you're not allowed to hold something during davening. You can't hold a child. You can't hold a, uh, uh, an expensive uh, item. There's a question if you can hold the cell phone. Okay, but they ask, what about a Siddur? So often what the Rishonim will use, they'll say, can a person hold a Machzor Tzvila? So the way they refer to a Siddur was actually a Machzor. Fine. So the Machzor Vitri is probably the original source for the the Siddur Ashkenaz that we know it. There's another source which is called the Machzor Roma, which sounds like from the Roman Jews. There were many Ashkenazi Jews that lived in Italy. They had to uh, they moved up north over the years, but that was the original uh, the original Italian Jews wrote a Machzor Roma. It was actually printed in 1485. According to Google, it was the first Hebrew book printed with Nekudas, with the vowels. So this is the Machza Roma, which is considered authoritative as far as the Minog of Ashkenaz, our, our Siddur. So that's as far as the original Siddur. During the early days of the Rishonim, there was, there were the, there was uh, the, the period called the Hasidic Ashkenaz, where you had uh, what we call Hasidim, meaning pious, not Balshemtov Hasidim, but Hasidic Ashkenaz. The two most famous ones were Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid, who wrote the Sefer Hasidim, and the, the Rabbi Lezer from, from uh, Kermaiza wrote the Sefer Rakeach. So they were into the, the depth and the meaning of every single word, and they said that one is not allowed to change words in the Siddur. Every single word is important, and they counted, they made word counts, and they made uh, correspondence to the world of Kabbalah based on uh, every single word in the, in the Tefillah. So they also had a tremendous influence in our current Siddur, and the Torah quotes it. However, when the Beis Yosef brings this down, the Beis Yosef says that it's very nice that you're, you have a calculation of every single word. However, who says your calculation is correct? How do you know you have the original Siddur? There are many different Siddurim. So the Beis Yosef doesn't give as much significance to, to, the, to the point of the Rekeach and, and Rabbi Yudachasid as the Torah does. And the Avud Rahami writes the same thing, that... It's debatable if the calculation is correct. Now, even the Nefesh Chaim, Reb Chaim Velazhner, who strongly uh, agrees to this concept of every single word being from the Anshikhanes Tagdayla and the significance, there's Kabbalah there, he doesn't tell us which Siddur to use. He just says that, that every single word is, is from the Anshikhanes Tagdayla and it's very important that it's all based in Kabbalah. So, again, this leaves us, uh, you know, with, with the same question that we don't really have one source for the Siddur, but whatever, whatever source we do have, whatever Siddur we do have, we should assume that somehow this is coming from the Anshik Nesak and we should give significance to each word. That's the, that's the conclusion you would get from reading the Nefesh Chaim. 
Now, a few hundred years later, after the times of the Hasidic Ashkenaz, there were those in, in Poland and other Ashkenazi uh, countries that they wrote something called Sefer HaMenhagim, Sifrei Menhagim. They would write a Sefer, a book, all about Menhagim. The Menhag, or they would just basically journalize what was going on. Now, these were not halachic works. If you look at the Ma'aril, the Ma'aril is not really a halachic work. He doesn't bring any sources, doesn't have any reasoning, doesn't bring down machleks, and he just says, this is what we do uh, on such and such a day. This is what we do in certain situations. Helchas Avelos, Helchas, the halachas of Shavuos. He has interesting, interesting uh, minhagim. So one could look at it and say, okay, this is not a halachic safer. However, the Ramah, in his on his commentary on the Shulchan Aruch, he brings the Maril all the time. He always brings the Maril in, uh, in, in various different places. And he would typically favor the Maril, the Minog the min and Ashkenaz, over what the Shulchan Aruch says. And he says, this is our Minog, and you'll see in, a, in, a, in parentheses, a Maril. So very often when the Ramah quotes our Minog, he'll say it's based on the Maril. Now one could argue that there is there is precedent to this. The Yerushalmi says that minhag mevatel dina, that very often that even though we have a halacha psuk, we have a, we have a psak halacha, however, if you put chazi, my amadabar, what people are doing, you know, we, we say, so there is this concept that a minhag in Kalah has significance. So perhaps that's what, where the Ramah is coming from. There's famous stories that why the Ramah gave significance to minhagim. We'll leave that for a different time. But the Ramah favors the Ma'aril over the Shulchan Aruch. However, the Gra in the Bi'uri HaGra on Shulchan Aruch, the Vilna Gain, he th- takes exception to this. He typically will go with the Shulchan Aruch over the Ramah when the Ramah quotes the Ma'aril. And in, in, uh, in his other works, the Ma'aserah, which, which is not, he didn't write it himself, but they, they quote the actions, the Menhagim of the Gra in Ma'aserah. And in uh, other other uh, Talmidim, when they explain the Menhagim of the Gra, he typically will favor the Shulchan Aruch over the Maril, and he will just, especially if there's a Gemara, if there's an explicit Gemara in the Talmud Bavli that says that says something that we should do, so he would favor that over going with Menhagim. And that's another reason why we have the Siddur HaGra and the Siddur that, that you know, the Gronix will daven from has differences in Menhagim than what we would do in a typical Nusach Ashkenaz Siddur. At that same time period, or perhaps a little earlier, there was the influence of of the of Kabbalah. So in, in Eretz Yisrael, in Svat, there was the Arizal. He had a Talmud, Rav Chaim Vital, who wrote two important works on the Siddur. One of them is called the Priyetz Chaim. The other one is the Shara Kavanis. So this added a lot of flavor to the davening. First of all, it, it, it showed us the significance of having Kavana, of, of davening, of of thinking about davening, of connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that, that is found in those works. Additionally, many of his Talmidim and his colleagues uh, formed the Kabbalah Shabbos, the Ramak, the Ramesh Kardavera was, was, was a part of this, Rav Shlomo Elkovitz, the L'chadaydi, that he had another Talmud, who was, who was named by the Tikkuni Shabbos. So the Tikkuni Shabbos wrote many things that we do today. One of them is, uh, is Shalom Aleichem, Friday night. We also, many people sing Shalom Aleichem. There's a question if, uh, if, if people should say Baruchuni L'Shalom. Do we ask, ask Malachim for, for brachas? But there is uh, the Minigun Kaya. So it's to say Shalom Aleichem, Eishas uh, Chayel, the Riboin Ho'elomim that people say Friday night. That comes from, from this. The Lishem Yichud. In, uh, in many circles, 
before performing a mitzvah or even before davening every single morning. People say l'shem yichud. So the second part of the l'shem yichud of harini muchan mazum and l'kayim mitzvahs. I say, or that's perhaps the first part in certain Siddurim. So that is found in the Chayadam. The Chayadam says that helps person have Kavana. So that's really just Harini Muchan Mazum and Lakayim Mitzvah say. Okay. But the Lashem Yichad Kutchabrichu is is saying that I'm doing every mitzvah for Yichad Hashem and for Kabbalistic ideas. So that was was that originates from the Tikkuni Shabbos. There was the famous Naidi Behuda that Naidi argued with this. Um, we'll, we'll save it for a different time. A fascinating discussion. Why many in many circles they do say l'shem yichud kachabrichu. There's a chayk yakov in hilchas sfiras aimer. Doesn't he says you shouldn't say this? But by the Hasidim they all do it. Nusach svar they do it. And even in many yeshiva shahomes that don't necessarily consider themselves Hasidim, they will still say l'shem yichud kachabrichu. So maybe we'll discuss that at a different time. But that originates from this time, this this time in in in, in, in the history where. We, the Yidin were very into Kabbalah, and the Tikkuni Shabbos wrote the Shem Yichur, many other things, Tikkun Chatzois, Askini Sedasa, that people say by Shalashur, the Nusach of the Yud Gimel Midah, so we take out a Sefer Torah on Yantif, so that Rebbein Yishalalam is also coming from, from there. So there's a, there's a Sefer that quotes most of this, it's called the Shari Tzian, there's also the Kitzur Shla, so the Shla Kaddish also uh, had a had a contribution to to this, and he brings down many of these uh, tefillahs that were composed by the by the Tukuni Shabbos. So the question is, you know, there are, there's a lot of work in the, in the in Kabbalah, and there's a general question: How much significance do we give to Kabbalah in the face of halacha? Let's see if machlekes between halacha and Kabbalah. Who do we go with? So it depends. Who you ask. You ask someone who's a mekubal, and he'll say we go with the Kabbalah. You ask someone who is strictly into halacha. He'll say we don't go with Kabbalah, we go with Halacha. However, if you look at the Magen Avram, so the Magen Avram is the uh, primary commentary on Shulchan Arachayim, and we always cannot always go with the Magen Avram unless he's a Das Yachid. But the Magen Avram brings down, uh, he quotes that Rizal, he quotes the Zayar many, many uh, times in, in Shulchan Aruch. And there's a number here, let me see if I can find it. So according to Ivan Lapiansky, the Magen of Ram quotes the uh, the Zayar eighty times in in, in Arachaim, and similarly quotes the Arizal over eighty times in Arachaim. So that's a very, that's a large number of quotes from the Magen of Ram. So this definitely plays a significant role in our current Siddur that we added many things al Kabbalah. So now you could start seeing how, well, if you look at the Mishnayos in the Gemara, we had you know probably a ten minute davening. You have you have the bracha of of uh, the Berchas Kriyashma, you have Shemana Esrei, perhaps there's a concept of saying Tila David B'chayoyim, we'll see, maybe there's a remez to Pesuket de Zimra, okay, Berchas HaShachar, but now you start seeing that there's a lot more, there's there's, uh, there's, there's L'Shem Yichod, there's Yedid Nefesh from the Sefer, the Sefer Haredim that wrote Yedid Nefesh, you have many parts of the, that we find in the Sefer Seferim, like the Berch Shmei, and Tfilos we say when we take out the Sefer Torah, so now we start seeing how our Siddur has been formulated. So Mir Tashem tomorrow will continue on this discussion. We'll get into some of the controversies uh, based on uh, that, were, that were in Europe. We'll get into the Yaivitz and the Rav Zaman uh, Hena controversy regarding the Siddur. And again, how that has evolved into still many, many Siddurim that you still find, that you will find on your in your bookcase at your local shul. We don't just have two, the Sephardic and Ashkenaz. You have Lubavitch, you have Sephardic, different types of Sephardic. So we'll get to that in Ritz Hashem tomorrow and the coming Shiurim.